1: <laughs> it's interesting that they paint uh what's his name big bob mm-hmm. like as this like really gruff guy you know because he's got the gun he's gonna go look for help but he freaks out the moment someone calls him daddy he's like oh, yeah. oh no oh yeah it's probably one of those per- perverted gays coming to get me
0: mm-hmm. that's uh it's one of those george bush republicans for you in the year <laughs> two- the 2006 here. Yeah
1: yeah we we were just talking before we started um I'd forgot forgotten that, that this had a, a little bit of a political bent yeah I didn't yeah. know that that it's it's actually the liberal who saves the day at the end yeah. yeah
0: yeah and they uh they all have that little prayer circle at one point because uh you know thoughts yeah. and prayers and that's gonna save the day mm. doesn't doesn't work so well but it, they they try it didn't <laughs> help. <laughs>
1: It got them brutally assaulted and murdered. Yeah.
0: but okay.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a,
0: it's a mean little movie, you know. It's a, I mean, they, so they all mean. were in this era. You know, it, we talked about it. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre kind of kicked off this whole era of these mean, extreme remakes. Uh yeah. But uh, this, I, I think, this one has better. Well, mm, the characters. It it starts off better, and then we kind of lose them literally lose some of them like halfway in like half the cast just gets like murdered in like two seconds. But, uh, I like generally like, I guess I like the, the, um, the, the, the brother and sister, especially.
1: I like the characters in this, you know, cause they're, they're, they're very, they, they, they just re- remind me of people in my family. And, you know, mm-hmm. there's like, there's like a little dysfunction, but you can still tell that there's love deep down and then mm-hmm. like once a lot of them do get killed there is actual mourning and g- grief unlike a lot of these other movies where it's like well they died we have to run bye yeah. ah. you know and it's yeah. like so there's not really time to grieve this movie g- gives you time yeah and you you all, all, all also spend I mean I guess it's about the first hour with this entire family and that really goes a long way into making that sort of midpoint assault on the entire family just really unsettling and disturbing
0: yeah it's intense I, I do wish they hadn't just killed off as many people as they do over the span of like five minutes but uh because i think by the time you get to the halfway point it just kind of meanders for me and then we're just left with this guy looking around the liberal dude and then but uh i don't know yeah, I don't. Know. I, I I like the first half of this movie more than the second half. I guess I should say. I think when the the second half kind of kicks into gear and uh, half the cast is already dead by the time you start the second half of the movie, actually three fourths of the cast, then I kind of start losing it a little bit. But that's okay. It's a interesting cast here too. Ted Levine, Silence of the Lambs, uh, Kathleen Quinlan from lots of stuff. Uh, you know, fifty years uh, career there, lots of stuff. Uh, Vanessa Shaw, Hocus Pocus, Eyes Wide Shut. Dan Bird, mostly from uh Easy A, and uh Coortown is where I know him from. Uh Emily de Revant from Lost, which was a huge yeah. thing around this time period, right? Huge.
1: At Everybody this time. obsessed
0: Humongous. obsessed. But yeah, a lot of uh familiar faces here from the uh nineties and early two thousands here. It's a great cast. I mean it I is. I
1: think the the strength of this is really mostly based on the cast. I think they really do create this kind of a bond that s- seems very, very real. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, it's like you actually believe them when they're, you know, terrified or sad. Whereas with a lot of these movies, you're like, oh my God, just stop. Stop even trying. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know? But these are pros. They know what they're doing.
0: Mm-hmm. It really goes a long way. Yeah, I mean, I, before we get too far into that, has there been any news or I don't know not, nothing I can really think of recently horror news well as of today
1: there is news uh, uh, well I should say as of this re- recording this will be ne- next week before you get to hear it but Day old news. there we is old news. a um, <laughs> yes I'm so sorry that it's not really a scoop but it's <laughs> it's it's an old scoop but uh may is finally getting a snazzy blu-ray from second sight in the uk unfortunately it's not a 4k it's it's region b mm-hmm. but you know i'll take what i can get
0: damn it yeah it's got a bunch of special features on it so that sounds nice there uh, yeah a lot of interviews and stuff in there so that that that'll be worthwhile for that absolutely but, yeah why why in 2000? 23 here are we still region coding anything like it's it's stupid most 4ks are not but for the blu-rays they're still popping them out with regions sometimes i'm like why
1: yeah i i think i read somewhere where like a 4k can't have a regional coding because i've never heard of one that
0: has i heard that but then then i have also heard of a couple of recent ones that did and i'm like okay was that just a rumor or so i don't know oh that's dumb i don't yeah. want that like no. let's just
1: make th- let's have a 4k revolution where we don't have region coding we all come together it's as, just as s- one big nation together
0: it's so stupid yeah you're losing money first of all because people yeah. i mean i guess they figure that some people maybe will buy buy the region b and then turn around and buy the region a if it comes out mm-hmm. later but i think that's a that's a risk and you may as well just make yeah. it all you know region free here and even if you have a region free player, the problem is if you go to like somebody's house and you want to watch it over there, they probably don't have one. So it's 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 yeah. not. If you were to lend it to a friend, maybe they have a region free exactly. one, maybe they don't. It's just like it, there's not a good solution there. But
1: it's a problem, and I I don't I don't understand like why we can't resolve this mm-hmm. because. And also what drives me nuts is that they will announce like a like a UK exclusive or an Australian exclusive. like, And then the next week they'll be like, oh, it's coming out from Scream fa- Factory it, it, on the same month. But it's just we delayed the announcement so that I guess we get more pre or or mm-hmm. orders for the import version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it's Like, no, why are y'all doing this? This is yeah. rude. It's very rude. So I'm expecting an announcement
0: of May the do- domestic release within the next week. Uh, probably. I'm sure. Probably. Like, uh, what was it? Haunting of Julia just did that recently, right? Yeah. Where they were like, here's the oh. international release and then we turn around like a week later and like, here's the Screen Factory release coming out. Yeah.
1: I think it has something to do with, I think there's like, you know, in, in the international markets, like some movies are dis- distributed by different companies. Mm-hmm. So it's like they have their own interests in releasing it. Like, I think friday the 13th is from warner bro- brothers abroad but it's mm-hmm. from paramount, paramount here yeah which i think is all the same now right aren't they all the same
0: uh they, they no because or some shit right well, did Par- they merge or some, no, something no i think wb merged with like discovery but i think paramount is still because they're still separate streamers right there's paramount plus and then there's uh max which has hbo and uh all that stuff on it and wb stuff on it so i think they're still separate companies okay i could have sworn like
1: wb put out some like paramount discs at some point i was like what Hmm. that's weird
0: Hmm. i don't know i don't know anymore it's too complicated they're all gonna eat each other eventually anyway so you know it's uh... yeah
1: (laughs) oh well yes now that you've mentioned discovery hbo max is no longer h hbo max as of this recording hot off the presses it's now max just max yeah i had to sign back into my fucking account yeah, because what they that? were like oh they, we're gonna <laughs> they couldn't have found a better way
0: to do that we're just automatically transferred <laughs> over like what the fuck oh well
1: i hate that so much that is one thing i hate about so-called modern conveniences is that mm-hmm. you have to sign into everything have a yeah. password for everything yeah it's a pain it's
0: oh it's, it's so annoying <sighs> i don't love it they uh are you caught up on the other two or at least watch a couple yes, episodes. Yes, they, they had that oh, one episode wonderful. that was like making fun of that where he's like spending all night trying to uh, <laughs> log into his account so they can watch the premiere of the movie he was in. <laughs> and then all of his friends end up leaving.
1: <laughs> Everyone just leaves. <laughs> so good. Oh, Night Nurse. Mm-hmm. Masterpiece of a, of a film. So, so oh. we've
0: heard. So we've heard. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, it's a great show. If, you, if y'all are not watching that, please do. Also, I started watching a show on Amazon called Swarm, mm-hmm. which is wonderful. I'm about halfway th- through it, and it's good. really, really good.
0: It's good. I've heard good, good things.
1: Um, yeah. yeah, it's about this obsessive fan of this pop star who just goes around killing people that badmouth her on s- social media. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's great, it's so <laughs> nice. good.
0: I want to watch that and that uh that Dead Ringers uh, remake that I've I heard, heard. that's good. Pretty I good too, really so. Good. I don't know. Need to need to get a, get on that. There's uh, there's too many shows as always. It's uh, Yeah. I mean guys maybe slow down a little bit here with the writers strike, but uh we'll see.
1: <clears throat> you know, I really hope hope it does. I honestly, like this sounds awful, but mm-hmm. I kind of hope it slows down for an ent- entire year just yeah. stop produ- production completely there's too much to watch yeah and i need to catch cat- catch up so
0: we'll know, see i mean down. even the pandemic didn't seem to slow it down that much i feel like we were still getting regular yeah. tv coming out <laughs> yeah. which i'm like Are, how how is this being made like this <laughs> happening yeah, yeah. <laughs> god i don't know how
1: but you know like they shoot things and they delay the release for you know months or even years so you never really know when something's going to come out so the things that came out in the pandemic could have been shot a year or two before and they're just like well i guess we'll just toss
0: this out here because we've 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 got it you know that's yeah that's that's the the thing i think they were more prepared this time than in the past when a writer's strike would happen because they just have more content to to be putting out that they've already made and filmed and uh uh like i said last time i'm very dubious of things that are like shooting right now though because it's like you can't really make any changes to the script if you need to like or you're, or at least right. from a writing standpoint you can't do a whole lot but uh but uh you know yeah who knows it, it, these things obviously we support the the writers and uh you yourself are a writer oh God, so yeah, yeah. and yes. Uh, yes and they uh support the everything's going on but uh we'll see how long it goes out here
1: <clears throat> but now they're talking about talking about about how there might be a, a sag strike and uh director's director's guild, guild too yeah yeah so it's it might get pretty ugly yeah and mm. like i kind of hope they burn hollywood to the ground that would be delightful <laughs> just burn it start start fresh start
0: fresh yeah yeah oh take all those superheroes with you
1: <laughs> yeah just leave them <laughs> take, them away. take them away i'm done yeah <laughs> Who cares about these fools? I'm spent. Take your superheroes and Disney live-action remakes. Oh God, yeah! Shove them
0: up your pie hole. Uh, you know. Yeah, I think I'll wait for the uh, streaming release of this Little Mermaid one. I just I can't bring myself to to see it. But uh,
1: why is it two hours and fifteen minutes? Uh, How much have they a- added? Is there like like are there like th- th- three extra? subplots in this? Like, what What the hell? Beauty
0: and the Beast was long, too. It was, like, two hours and yeah. something. And I'm like, yeah, wh- why? 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 I mean... <laughs> like, those Disney movies are, like, between, like,
1: 70 to, like, 90 minutes. Yeah. And, and, and they're pretty tight and concise, and you know? Yeah, and they, you they, get in, you get
0: out. They, yeah, they do what they need to do. And, uh... I mean, the, the stage musicals are longer, but they never adapt those. They, they just decide they're gonna, like, add in all this new stuff that d- never really is memorable and it's it's no. just the, the yeah and i've heard this is shot weird too and i, I don't know i'm just that would be i'm surprise. over i'm yeah. yeah it's just creatively bankrupt mm-hmm. you know what is not creatively bankrupt though um what? i pulled out that uh that wild things uh 4k release yesterday oh isn't it a beauty oh it's gorgeous and what a film what a film just one of those oh. movies that like they never make it today, but it's it's just no. glorious, like trashy, campy, so many twists, like 50 twists, twist upon twist upon twist. Uh, like I'm still shocked it was made in the first place. And yeah. with that kind of cast
1: and that yeah. kind of a budget, like it's just really – it's a miracle of a movie. It yeah. truly is.
0: The it, fact that it exists. It's, it's just – it's nuts. And uh, I love – just uh, all the Nev Campbell and Denise Richards stuff. It's just uh, t- I still want to see that original cut with um uh, the kiss between the two guys. But uh, oh maybe well, someday. apparently that was ne-
1: never actually shot. Oh, that was that's sad. Okay, yeah. Apparently Kevin Bacon was into it, and Matt Dillon was not. Uh, so, so they never actually, actually shot it. Okay, for it It was never shot. Mm. No, apparently that whole like surprise. Shish- shower scene that became infamous for all the young men at mm-hmm. at that time. If you know, you know. Yeah. Um was supposed to lead into like a make out sexy scene between the two of them. And Matt was like, No, not on my watch. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. Mm. But Kevin was like, hey, why not? Sounds like fun. Yeah. Good for you, Kevin. Yeah. Good for you. Good 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 for him. Good for him.
0: That's uh, mostly what I've been watching recently. Have you watched anything <laughs> recently that
1: um what have i watched that has been i uh, last night i watched a movie called the morning after which just came out on blu-ray i had seen little pieces of it when i was a kid on like tbs and it's got jane fonda and jeff bridges and it's 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 more of a thriller you know uh, and, Was this uh, the, the,
0: the 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 nuclear one no from... no
1: this is okay. um she is an actress who is an alcoholic and she blacks out wakes up and there's this dead guy in the bed and she's like oh what's going on and so she has to like figure out who killed him and why and she's Uh. like running from from the police and she meets jeff bridges who's a cop Uh and he's on on her side there's like a little romance it's it it was all right it it, It was okay it it was fine all right it was just i think it was like the last thing she did before she retired for a long time okay um but yeah it, it, it was it's I guess it's worth a watch. I don't know. Like the twist was kind of, mm, I can't remember what else I've, Oh, I did go see book club too. Um, I regret the decision.
0: yeah, uh, that's too bad. Very
1: much. So you, yeah, cause the first one, let's be honest, was not a great film. It mm-hmm. was pretty just light and fluffy. Yeah. This one is like, there is no plot at all. Mm-hmm. It's just like, let's go drinking and see the sights. There's no conflict whatsoever. Like the most conflict is there's a scene where Jane Fonda um, thinks that a cop that's come to save them because they've broken down on the side of the road is a strippergram cop because she's getting <laughs> married and they're going to her bachelorette party. And it turns out that he's not and they get thrown in jail for a night. And that's that's the most conflict of the movie. Wow. So it's like I've seen sitcoms that have more conflict (laughs) in like 25 minutes than this nearly two hour long movie. It reminded me of Sex and the the City 2. That's the kind of tone where it's like, is there a plot? Are there stakes? What's happening? Mm -hmm.
0: It's just this sort of
1: frivolous, you know, stuff. I wasn't a fan. Mm -hmm. And I felt bad about it because I love everyone in the movie. But I was like, oh. I hope y'all cash that paycheck and spend it on something really nice for, yeah. for yourselves. because Yeah, that's too bad. It's not a, me- a very memorable movie.
0: There aren't too many great comedy sequels in general. I was trying to think that are just like no. particularly good. It's like the first, a lot of times you'll get the first one will be pretty decent, but then it, it's, I don't know why people struggle so much with comedy sequels. Um, I remember when, was yeah, it? It's like yeah. maybe the... V- like vacation movies yeah the vacation like ones interesting in each of those they're almost like anthology movies almost i mean they're, they're the same characters yeah. but like you know they change actors for the kids every time <laughs> yeah. and you know it's it's always kind of a different thing so i think that helps a bit um yeah but yeah that, that that's one of the few ones i think where they actually they get it right for the most part yeah did you see um 80, 80 for brady i haven't seen it yet but i know it's on paramount it's so cute i'm gonna it's, give it a go it, it might watch the um uh, book club to taste out of your mouth a little bit it was i mean it's not I amazing so. but it was it was cute and i liked it yeah n- enough anyway so there's
1: mm-hmm. that <clears throat> oh shit i liked um are you there god it's me margaret that was oh good. i still need to see that that's yeah. worth
0: seeing okay
1: that is worth seeing cool it was very cute it was a sweet movie yeah Just a nice sweet little movie i liked it love those love those yeah it made me feel good <laughs> like a big old hug <laughs>
0: Beautiful, Love it. Love it. Beautiful. Film. The, uh, the Michael J. Fox documentary is also quite good on, um, it's on Apple I've heard that. Apple yeah. TV plus, which is terrible, but, uh, yeah, uh, that, that's
1: the kicker. <laughs> I don't have Apple. I don't, I, I've held out on getting Apple for many years now. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, I, I just don't see the point, but just wait for like maybe maybe one their,
0: day. every once in a while, there'll be some like free trial or something that you can try for a couple weeks oh, or something. Okay. But, uh, yeah, it was good, though. It's uh, It focuses a lot on his career, which, I mean, I understand. I mean, there's not a lot of, like, revelatory type stuff. Um, I didn't realize that he was doing, like, I, I knew he was doing um, Back to the Future and Family Ties at the same time, but I didn't realize just how grueling it was. Like, he'd basically go do Family Ties all day and then go straight to the Back to the Future rehearsals and then get, like, two hours of sleep and then just, like, do it over and over and over again, um, which oh, is crazy. God um it it doesn't like get a ton into his life like post 2000s and stuff which i get but um i don't know I, I i i mean i thought it was a really good documentary i just think it could have maybe delved a little more into that i think he was trying to stay positive and you know um not get too much in the weeds of like all you know doctor's visits and things like that and you know everything that's happened yeah. But, right. um, but it was it was good i i think that and the um the Pamela Anderson documentary are, are really both, you know, quite good folks if you need something to watch. It's been a good year for um, BioDocs, I guess you would say. Um, um, yeah. yeah. Hmm. They've got one coming out on
1: HBO Max, I think, tomorrow, as of this re- recording, on yeah. Mary Tyler Moore. Which oh, nice. Be interesting. Nice. Yeah. I'm yeah. Curious to see what uh, what revelations there yeah. are in that one. Yeah. It's kind of a shame that they waited until, like, the entire cast of. M- the Mary Tyler 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 Moore sh- show is dead. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that doesn't really help. But <laughs> no, hopefully they find some good archival <laughs> all gone now.
0: footage. Yeah,
1: I hope so. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. It's like you can't wait for these things because people do die. They do. They just they they will just up and die. They do. And like, I mean, well, damn
0: it. R.I.P. Tina Turner as of yesterday. Tina right? fucking That's crazy.
1: Turner. Crazy. Simply the best. Simply the best. Oh. What an icon. I mean, Mm -hmm. really. Oh. Crazy. The amount of times I've danced in my room to (laughs) Nutbush. Man. Can't even count them. Can't even count them. Nope.
0: Yeah, that's what's going on in the world, you know? Uh, Documentaries, deaths, uh, horror. You know, we got got all the news for you here. We've got all the scoops. Up on here on Haunted Hill Mansion. (laughs) But for now, (laughs) we're heading back to... The 2000s. Did we ever really leave? It seems like we're stuck in this era, <laughs> which there is funny because I don't like this era. I've said it. I've said it many 2000s. times. Yeah, and yet we've done so many films from this era. <laughs> but that's okay.
1: Well, you know, we've got to make sure we
0: didn't really like it. You yeah, know, we've, it's, we've, that's we, the thing. Cause... You know, or or if we you know still like it, if we if we if that holds true as well. Yeah. Um, because you know we were both teenagers at the time, so who knows? Our opinions yeah. change over time, so it's interesting to go back and watch these. Uh, Our brains weren't for f- weren't fully developed. No. So. Whereas, like some of the ones from like the 70s, I've watched more recently, so I trust my mm-hmm. you know opinions on it a little bit more. Right. Um. But uh. Yeah. Uh. This is 2006, which is kind of the height of this. Uh, I don't know. Stacy Ponder calls it the dude bro era of horror because it was just a lot of like mean extreme um you know mainly male dominated filmmakers you know uh a lot of anger from post 9-11 like we talked about last week or two weeks ago whenever we did the texas chainsaw massacre um and this is very much following in the footsteps of that uh i think after that movie was a financial success you had a lot of uh other movies try to sort of follow the format of let's take this movie from the 70s or 80s and make a kind of gritty, gory remake of that. Um, And uh, while that's going on, you also have this sort of sub-trend in Europe with the new French wave extremity um, which is like related but kind of its own thing too because I, I, I don't know how to describe those movies. They're a little more like purposeful sometimes i think i don't know like artsy ish but they're still like really really fucking mean movies and like probably even gorier and bloodier than these movies um yeah it's like if
1: you're going to compare something like Saul and hostile to like martyrs Martyrs, you know it's like martyrs has the same horrific scenes of Mm -hmm. torture but at the end you're like well at least it kind of had a point like there was something they were trying to say uh, more existential
0: yeah yeah yeah, where saw yeah saw and is. I, yeah. I feel like they're more stylish. They're more too. stylish. Like, there's definitely there's like a yeah.
1: weird stylization to it. Yeah, you know yeah. that it's it's not you know they actually use color. You know, like yeah. if you watch like <laughs> high t- t- tension, right or. Even this, you know, I what surprised me the most was that I remembered this being a grittier movie, like more kind of green and kind of desat, desat, desaturated. But I was mm-hmm. wa- watching it and I was like, "Look at those bright blue skies! Yep. Like, th- this actually has color."
0: Oh yeah, it's a it's a yeah, pretty. Pretty well shot film, and so the, all the desert yeah. shots are, you know, especially on like a Lovely. Th- relatively small budget here. So it's they, they, he did, yeah, quite a bit with Looks that, great. yeah, yeah. There were there were, it was just a, a lot of them here. Um I'm trying to think. Well, what other? I mean, you yeah, had the Halloween one come out in 2007. uh There was the uh, Black X-Moss of course, which you know <laughs> the height oh. of 2006 here, <laughs>
1: the same year, right? <laughs> the same year,
0: the same year. Yeah. God. Um. Uh, it was, highs there was, and lows yeah there was there was just a whole string of these remakes here um uh, uh i think um west craven of course did the original hills have eyes from 1977 mm-hmm. um i think he saw the success of texas Chainsaw massacre and oh amityville horror from 2005 um both of those movies again were financially successful um and not just because Ryan Reynolds takes off his shirt and cuts wood, but that's that was a big part of it. Well, I mean, that's why I went. <laughs> that's why I went. But you know,
1: <laughs> that's why I personally believe the remake is a better film uh-huh. than yeah. the original. Yeah. But yeah. that's yes. just me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> not to say James Brolin is not a gorgeous man. Yes, of In course. In his tidy white, tidy whiteies, that
0: was quite d- delightful as yes. well. Yes. <laughs> um. But yeah, uh, so Craven decides that, you know, he's interested in doing this. The studio wants to do it as well. So they begin looking for filmmakers to helm this remake of Palooza here. Um, And uh, um, let's see. um, Marianne Maddalena, who is Craven's longtime producing partner, comes across Alexander Aja. Um, And of course, Aja had just done High Tension, which we were just talking about in 2003, and uh, that movie had, you know, for being in French, had quite a bit of appeal, and there was like a dubbed version that came out too in the United States. And uh, oh yeah, I uh, everybody, to see it, it was quite an experience. It's quite. I mean, we we did an episode and I th- right back in our uh, like three years ago or Way something at this back point. But yeah, 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 it was one of our early episodes. Um, I don't think we were really prepared to talk about it at the time, but we did, and um, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it was a, it was a very controversial but uh, uh, big film um, that you know, generated a lot of buzz so I can understand why they grabbed him to do this uh, remake here. Um, let's see. Uh, Craven said that they demonstrated a multifaceted understanding of what is profoundly terrifying. And uh, after viewing the film and then meeting the filmmakers, I knew I wanted to work with them. Um, that was based on high tension. Uh they okay, so they began developing the script here. Um, initially, the remake was set up at Dimension Films. Oh, um, boo! Yeah, boo, 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 boo. Um, Just imagine what that would have would have been like. Oh God! But then eventually, Fox Searchlight, you know, picks picks this up here, and uh, which is kind of a different movie for them too. I mean, I, I guess they've done yeah. you know horror, but they usually do more kind of indie you know uh to feel good kind of stuff so kind of yeah, interesting they do like little miss
1: sunshine yeah, exactly. or like black
0: swan like you know pr-
1: prestige
0: films Presti- yeah
1: yeah and this is you know it's it's i, I wouldn't say it's prestige but it's, yeah yeah it's well done it's well shot but I don't yeah think i mean it's it looks it pres- looks
0: pr- prestige it looks good um i think this one uh finds a better balance than Texas Chainsaw Massacre in terms of like we talked about that one was like slick but it was also like weirdly it just couldn't find the balance between like the the grittiness and the uh, yeah. the slickness and I, I don't know I think it works better here maybe because this one doesn't kind of go quite as far into all the like we're gonna find like a, a bloody skull just sitting out here and um, I don't know It just I, 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 I this one feels a little quote-unquote classier to me even though it is a really mean movie and there's a lot happening yeah but i don't know there, yeah there's there's there is a a, a little bit of sophistication yeah here, i think yeah yeah that's yeah that, that's about all this on here there's not anything too crazy here let's see yeah, well it it opened um what's the opening date here in 2006 march 10th 2006 it was a commercial success you know it. um ultimately grossed 70 million dollars i thought it made more than that actually um against a 15 it's million dollar though. budget i mean it's it's it's, it's pretty good yeah dun, 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 uh, where are the critics here where's our good friends the critics um they were not invited to the <laughs> not, not a single critic showed up Let's see. The uh, 50% or sorry, 52% on Rotten Tomatoes um, critical consensus says faster paced for today's audiences. This remake catch ratchets up the gore for the hardcore horror fans, but will turn away casual audiences. Well, We didn't want them anyway. I, I, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we don't want you anyway. Washington Post here says this remake... Uh of the alleged 1977 classic? What does that mean? Uh, Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs>
1: alleged? Like does it not exist in
0: someone's <laughs> mind?
1: Like weird. This is a, a movie
0: that was allegedly made. I, I've yeah. never seen it. But it's weird. And... Uh but then they say um it has one disturbing quality and it's too damn good. <laughs> that's what they say. Oh. Um
1: Okay. Well that's
0: I'd say that's a rave. I don't know, but Yeah. Uh d do Uh Raj did not like it so much. Um mm, Shocker. Shocker, shocker, shocker. I mean there's no women in tank tops or anything here, so uh He says that the um the characters in the film are not familiar with horror movies. I'm like, what 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 were you expecting? Like a, a meta teen thing i don't i don't know um yeah you'd get that a
1: lot especially after scream like why are the characters not as smart as the ones in scream it's like because they're not
0: in the movie scream that's why yeah there's there's that there's that come on uh the reality is like you you just don't know how you're going to react in 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 a real world situation like this i think it's one thing to say like okay why did that character make that stupid decision but like unless you've ever been in like a horrific you know situation like that you just don't know you know Mm -hmm. um it's it's
1: yeah i mean i feel like they make pretty rational choices in this for the most part it's not like they're in the middle of nowhere like where are they gonna go
0: yeah you know yeah i mean yeah their choices are pretty limited here what they what they do that's true he uh, roger wanted to know more about the um the family here that's that's causing all the the trouble um but uh i don't know that's a that's a kind of double-edged sword though because some of these movies had way too much backstory so you know I, I think oh yeah uh this one kind of avoids that for the most part it's pretty much just like okay here's this family that has been affected by nuclear bombs for you know uh for decades i, I assume and just like the texas Chainsaw massacre you got this little child here who obviously questions the family and is trying to you know maybe steer them in a different path you know um she kind of i feel
1: like there was a there was a character
0: like that in the original, too though I think there was i think yeah. she was
1: older she was like maybe twenties or thirties yeah
0: yeah it's been it's been a long time since I've watched the original. I keep meaning to go back and revisit that one yeah that's 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 most of the stuff here, so I guess what's going on here? Well, there's a family,
1: and they are celebrating the mom and dad's twenty fifth anniversary by taking a vacation in a trailer and they have decided to see the sights they're going to go this sort of backwards way to their destination and uh they stop at a gas station which is run by this guy who has uh i guess been dealing with this weird family for a long time who leaves him gifts that they find from people that they've killed and then they take them and eat them and I guess he gets these gifts in re- re- return I suppose and he's finally like I'm not going to do it anymore but then this family comes around and they're all like hey do you know a good way to get to where we're going and he's like well there's this, uh, this little shortcut down the road there you're going to turn left and you're going to keep on going and so he sends them down this hor- horrible route knowing that they're going to be murdered um it's never quite explained why he decides to do this like i don't know why he's like i guess one more is fine
0: like, like- i mean the, the the gas tenant gas station attendant trope you know has always been a thing of like you know this, this guy yeah. sending these people off to their doom for whatever reason and I, in reality yeah. most gas station attendants i've met have been lovely but it's it's a horror movie yeah. trope that uh they, they they tend to be a little nefarious here <clears throat>
1: I've met a few that were on the edge, you know, they were skirting the edge, but uh, most have been quite nice, you know, just taking care of business is what they're doing. And, um, and so they go off on this road. And of course, someone has set up a trap with these little like razor thingies that slice into their tires. The car, you know, goes out of control and they hit this big ass rock and the car is ruined. I mean, there's nothing they can possibly do. No. And they're like, what are we going to do here? And so they're stranded. And the father, Bob, is like, all right, I've got a gun, so I'm going to be fine. I'm going to go off and go back to the gas station and try to f- find some help. Yeah. Um. Even though they know that there's no phone there. I think they even a- a- asked at some point and they were like, no, there's no there's no phone.
0: And, of course, they, they, can't, they can't get a cell phone yeah, signal. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, so. we've reached the point in horror yeah. movies where they have cell phones, but they just never work correctly. Um, yeah. You know, which is, you know, still happens like, today, but...
1: I used to think, like, that's so convenient, but I've been places, even places that don't seem like they're that out of the way, that you can't get a good signal. And I'm like, you know what? This is... I think this trope still has some life in
0: it. It happens, definitely.
1: It happens a lot, yeah.
0: Because the the, the companies don't have a lot of uh motivation I think, to cover these areas where like nobody lives, so I mean they can say they no. cover it, but like you know who's gonna question it because you know nobody nobody's going through there, but
1: exactly, yeah, and so Bob goes off, and Doug, who is married to his daughter um Lynn, right I think it's, her name's Lynn right, yes, and Doug um, is the. <laughs>
0: The, the the sole liberal i guess in the family or at least the the most outspoken Apparently. one and he's the the, the son-in-law yeah. that and uh yeah he's yeah he and they
1: and they yeah. sort of uh, bob kind of makes fun of him because of that and yeah. he's all like oh he he doesn't want a gun because mm-hmm. you know he's he, one of them liberals and they don't like the guns mm-hmm. and and so like they have like a little prayer s- circle before they go their <laughs> separate ways because doug is going to go off and try to find help as well so he and bob go off the rest of the family set up camp basically and you know uh brenda who is like the kind of college age daughter decides to get some some sun tanning Mm -hmm. and bobby is kind of the teenage uh teenage son and he's just kind of you know working with all the the dogs because they have two 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 dogs mm-hmm. beauty and beast mm-hmm. and beauty runs off and he goes to find her and he finds her and she has been sliced in half Aww. and he's like uh what the hell he freak freak fre- freaks out runs away and ends up tripping and hitting his head yeah and he's
0: out cold that happens a lot, and in this movie, it seems like you know it, it, a lot of people do that. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 it seems like a character will go explore something and then either get knocked out and then wake up somewhere else, or you know, it's yeah. it, it happens a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and eventually, Bob gets to the gas station,
1: and he is shocked to find an ear in a little takeout container. And he's like, that's creepy. Where's the gas station attendant? This is freaking me out. He finds him in the outhouse where he's got this big shotgun. And he's all and he's like wasted. And he's all like, I'm not doing it again. I'm not doing it. And he's all like, okay, dude, put the gun down. Like, calm down. And then the guy just takes the shotgun and blows his own head off. And he's like, oh, no. Well, there went that idea. And then all of a sudden there's this creepy voice that's like, daddy daddy and he's and bob is just like shooting his gun in every direction wasting bullets you know and then he gets in this in in this old car and tries to start it and these cars always have the keys in the little you know little visor for some for some reason yeah so he starts the car and then he hears this voice behind him it's like daddy and there's this creepy dude in the back seat who grabs him by the head and smashes him into the into the, the glass and knocks him out and then takes him on this little cart into this mine in the desert. And you're like, where are they going? What's yeah, happening? Yeah. This is a terrible ride. I don't like this ride. Papa I Jupiter, off.
0: I think is his, is his name, right? Papa. That's one Papa of them. Jupiter. Yeah. Yeah. There's, Papa a, Jupiter. there's a lot of them. There's a lot of uh, interesting names here. I can't, I can't keep track of all of them, but yeah. <clears throat> there's a lot of names. And so uh, Bobby wakes
1: up and he's like that was a lot and he goes back uh to the tra- trailer where everyone is and around this this time Doug shows back up and he's like y'all I found this crazy crater it turns out that the gas station attendant told us to go down this road but it's just a dead a dead end that goes to this crater where there's there's all these old cars and all these uh, I items and he's come back with like like skis and shit or so, something mm-hmm. he's like yeah. look at all the cool stuff that i found and they're like what are we gonna do with these in the desert dog like what the hell and um at about that time all of a sudden as they're getting ready to go to sleep uh chaos ensues and they just like this family storms the trailer and just attacks everyone, and they they've put Bob up up on this like big like I think it's like a cross. They they've like crucif- cru- crucified him, and they uh, they catch him on fire, and so everyone like runs out to deal with with him and tr- try to p- p- put him out. And Ethel the mom is like fr- freaking out, and um, and then. While they're out there, I think the only one still in the trailer is Brenda, and she's sleeping, and she's got headphones on. And one of the creepers comes in and, like, starts, like, molesting her and then, like, covers her mouth so that no one can hear her. And I think, I believe the baby is still in there, too, because Lynn and Doug have a, have a newborn. And these two guys, like, come into the trailer, and they're, like, fighting and, like... Trying to say, like, you're not man enough for this and you can't do this, and so the other one's like playing with the baby and stuff. And then Lynn comes in and sees the whole thing and they kind of set their sights on her and like I think like they start like breastfeeding on her and shit. It's really fucking creepy. It's disturbing.
0: It's the most disturbing scene in the movie, yeah. Oh yeah. I would say for sure. Absolutely. Because I'd, it's pretty heavily implied that i mean brenda's over there getting raped and then all the stuff that's happening with the baby and then the mom yeah Yeah. walking and all all this it's it's pretty fucked up it's this is like yeah like yeah they even like put the gun on the baby
1: at one point yeah (laughs) yeah i'm like wow there they went there i mean it's 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 brave i gotta give them that much um and yeah then like ethel walks in and she is going to knock them out but they see her and they shoot her and she goes flying across the trailer then lynn tries to stab one of them with like an ice pick thing and then they shoot her in the head Mm -hmm. and they basically just like leave and everyone comes back in and sees what's happened and it's just it's really horrific it's heartbreaking and like there there's a moment where like they're they're sort of like guiding Ethel as she's close to death. It's just really fucking sad. It's mm-hmm. just awful. And one of them has left this walkie-talkie because um Beast has gotten out and discovered that Beauty is dead and he's like not having it. So he becomes like this bloodthirsty dog from hell. And he bites the throat of one of the, the sort of creepy family members who has a walkie-talkie. And so they find this walkie-talkie and they hear like the plan where they're like, we're going to come back and kill them. And they're like, oh, no, what are we going to do? Oh, oh and they've taken the, the, the baby and they can hear the baby crying on the other side of the walkie-talkie. So Doug's like, I've got a plan. And in the morning he takes beast and they go off searching and beast like leads them up the hills and in, 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 into the mines and in the caves. And they come out in this, this like deserted town. That looks like it's still in like the 1950s. And um, he locks beast in a car and decides to try to find the baby And he finds the baby in this house where it's like this woman is tending to her wig and watching like a sort of a like Jerry Springer esque show. Yeah, (laughs) I love her. I want more of 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 her tending to her wigs and watching trashy daytime Mm -hmm. Um, and he tries to get the baby and as he's sneaking out, she knocks him out. And he wakes up in this freezer and has to break out. And there's all these little corpse parts inside and he's drenched in blood. It's disgusting. And beast is still in the car trying to get out. And he finds his way out, like through the bottom of the car and he squeezes out because he's a little fighter. He's a cute little fighter.
0: Yeah.
1: And, um, and then Doug gets out of the freezer and is looking around the house, trying to find the baby again. And he sees um, this guy who's like stuck to a chair. He's got this like humongous head with like this growth and he's just like trapped at this chair and he's all like you people did this to us and all this stuff. And um, I believe at some point he also discovers like a scrapbook somewhere. There's like little newspaper articles everywhere of like what what the united states did to this town and i love stuff a scrapbook like that it's just con- conveniently there as it always is in <laughs> yeah. these movies yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: as if we didn't know you know from the o- opening credits what was going on you know we have to have the sc- scrap scrapbook as well and um and so then all of a sudden this other guy from the f- family bursts in with this big a- a- axe and they have this huge f- huge f- fight and he cut cuts off some of doug's fingers it's really nasty and eventually he grabs a american flag that's been shoved in the corpse of his father like the charred As corpse one of his does. dad
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> every family vacation this has happened to, to me i don't i don't know about you <laughs> P- pin the flag on daddy mm-hmm. and uh and he rips it out and shoves it like through his mouth and then gets the axe and hits him in the head and he's mm-hmm. like yeah and there's all this like over the top like spaghetti western music that's playing yeah <laughs> like
0: I <new>. do have <laughs> some questions about the scoring toward the end here like it does kind of turn into this like western heroic thing at times yeah yeah. it's like mostly like a very like sort of ambient score
1: uh-huh. you know for like the most part but And then, then that'll just sudden, like pop at the end yeah it's yeah. like oh, choices were made there yes big 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 swing i had forgot about that and i was like
0: interesting okay
1: (laughs) as the blood like splashes on his face and he gets his glasses and like dusts them off Uh and he's like yeah i'm a hero man (laughs) it's the hero's journey and um and the baby has been taken away by a gal named ruby who's been watching them this entire Entire time and she's like the one in the family that i guess has kind of a conscience and so she took the baby away and replaced it with with a pig which um i guess jupiter is not thrilled with Mm -hmm. and um and he goes after her but then beast takes care of um big head guy in the chair eats him up and um which doesn't seem like a fair fight. I mean, because really, what is this guy got gonna gonna do? He can't leave his chair, so he's not really
0: killing, I assume. Um, so
1: you know, I, he's more I the the
0: brains of the family. I think he even his name yeah. has like brain in it. I can't remember what it was, but it was like yeah, it's like big, big brain, brain, big brain. There we go. Yeah, pinky and the
1: brain, pinky and the brain. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's a lot, and um. And so then Doug goes off trying to find the baby. But in the meantime, Brenda and Bobby are creating like a little booby trap with the trailer in case one comes back. And they've rigged it to where like they've put the corpses of Lynn and their mom in the car and they've attached it to like a little system so they know when someone's trying to get one of the bodies out. And eventually, this guy shows up, and they lock themselves in the trailer, and they put like gas in there or something, and something with like a bunch of matches, so that when they open the door, it'll strike, and the whole place will go up in flames. Mm-hmm.
0: This is some uh, and so they Kevin McAllister level hijinks it here. It really is. I-
1: you know, Wes Craven loves a good booby trap, mm-hmm. and I appreciate that. Oh I yeah. love that. Yeah, yeah. And and so <laughs> like they sneak out the back of the. Trailer from the window, and then they finally this guy breaks in, and sure enough, strikes the matches, and kablam! They have kablooey! successfully killed, <laughs> and kablui <kablooey>. Kablo- <laughs> like a l- l- goddamn l- 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 lawn dart.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, well,
1: it <laughs> all goes back bad wiring. It all goes back bad wiring. <laughs> 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 and so they're happy. They're like, "Yay." Um and then Doug finds the baby because Ruby has her and she's like, "Here you go." But unfortunately, one of them is like, "No, we're not going to do that." And they've brought their little string of razor things that also blew out their tire at the beginning and they're like swinging it and stuff and then Um, It seems like Doug has gotten the upper hand and killed the, uh, I guess, Jupiter is his name. And all of a sudden, Ruby's going to give him the baby and Jupiter pops back up. And Ruby's like, not on my watch. And she just runs and (laughs) grabs him and they both fly off the hill together and go smack. I'm like, oh, Ruby, so sweet. So she saves all of them and then they uh doug and the baby return with beast to the campsite and um the guy that they just blew up is not quite dead so brenda grabs an axe and just like buries it in his head and it's like "Ah!" like good for you brenda and uh and then they all are reunited and it's a happy well as happy as it can be because i'm sure doug is losing a lot of blood from those fingers being cut off Mm -hmm. but they seem like they're happy. Happy,
0: not unfortunately. That you still got that Western. I mean, th- that theme music playing in the background. So they're, they're meow, happy. I mean, meow, yeah. meow. <laughs> in case you didn't know
1: that they're happy, yes. the music is there to tell you. Yes, it's a triumphant moment. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, we can see that there are there are still eyes in the hills that are watching oh, them yeah. on
0: binoculars. Because let's <laughs> face
1: it, you gotta have a sequel. And they did. They did, and I saw it, and I don't remember. I not remember about it, so I guess a single thing
0: about that movie. But it's out there. <laughs> I don't either.
1: It's there. It's on the little. Uh, I've got the double Blu-ray set. Ah, uh, yeah, and uh, uh-huh. I just don't have a desire to watch it, though. Yeah, you know, well, yeah,
0: maybe one day, but uh, well, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, maybe it's an underappreciated sequel. I don't know. I I, I don't knows? remember hating it. I just was like, eh, did yeah. this need to be? Yeah. Yeah, that is the Hills Have Eyes oh, 06. Oh, 06.
0: Yes. Uh give it like ten more years and we'll probably get another remake because that's that's how Hollywood works. But That's uh, how it works. That's yeah. how it goes.
1: Where's our new Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake? I mean we had the sort of reboot ish, but yeah, I'm surprised they would well aren't they all just basically remakes. I mean Yeah, at this point. Sequel. At, uh, I yes.
0: Mean, it's it's yeah. I guess it's uh it'll happen. It's, it'll happen soon most franchises these days with the exception of like child's play i would say like they need to branch out a little bit and if you're going to bring these back like do something different with them and i know they don't want to like piss off people so they they never want to get too different with them but yeah it's it's tough yeah um
1: yeah it's a, i think most movies just don't need
0: to be a franchise no no most don't need to be remade they, either but like, they they no. usually happen. usually happens um, I
1: feel like the 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 hills can have only so many eyes yes. before it just gets kind of silly. It's
0: uh, too many eyes,
1: you know. Yeah. Are these hills made of eyes?
0: Good lord. Yeah. Yeah. Too many. Unbelievable. But me no. This is a, a pretty good remake. It's one of the one of if not the best question mark remakes from that era. Um, I mean. Looking back. There. I mean, House of Wax I, yeah, is great, it's but it's not there. really a remake of House of Wax. No, I mean, it's a remake of Taurus Trap, basically, really. but it's not.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, as a remake of
0: Taurus Trap, it's, it's wonderful. Yes, it is probably the best from that era. Um, but yeah, this is definitely up there. Uh, and I, I think yeah. so. I mean, in fairness, most of them were not particularly great. So, you know, yeah. but uh, this this is definitely near the top of the pile there. Um well,
1: I I do feel like Wes Craven got pretty lucky in terms of the remakes of his work cuz I I remember this and Last House on the Left being pretty good. Mm-hmm. Last House was not bad. Um so I guess he you know he's
0: one of the few that got some I feel like ones. I revisited that one recently and didn't really like it, but I wouldn't mind going back at some point again. The ending is awful
1: yeah. but everything up to that point is pretty good mm. i, I yeah. thought but it's yeah. it's it's a little bit cleaner than the original it's sort of it yeah. does it's sort of doesn't pack as much of a punch but it's yeah. i thought they did some interesting things with it yeah. but
0: yeah it's weird is really really bad it's weird how like I and mean, we talk about it all the time but like how your opinions about a movie can 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 change and stuff like even this mm-hmm. one, I just rewatched this like three years ago, and I feel like I was really into it then, and less so this time, even though I still liked it, but then I feel like in like five years i'm going to watch it again and be into it again and it's just it's yeah it's interesting how you know these things shift and uh, yeah I mean it always depends well, on your mood yeah. and you know that too, but that's the thing yeah <clears throat> i I think some movies you can
1: re rewatch once a week if you really wanted to. Mm-hmm. But some movies, you got to give them at least five or 10 years in between viewings. I think there's just something about them. You know, like right now, I have been jonesing to rewatch Requiem for a Dream for the first time since I saw it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I'm like, am I ready? It's been like 20 years, but I'm like, am I ready yet? Because it was such an experience that I'm like, either it's going to be really intense, it's going to be more intense, or it's going to be less intense, and I'm going to be like, oh, what was i thinking it wasn't that great yeah. you know I'm, I'm scared that my opinion's going to change so so, so much mm-hmm. that it's yeah. just not going to be the same and i get nervous it's about tough
0: that. yeah i think the, the, uh, it's in some ways i wish that we contextualize things a little bit more sometimes where are like you can say like oh, i love this movie but you can also like put a little like uh, uh tagline in there and be like well i d- haven't seen it in 20 years and uh but i did love it <laughs> yeah. at the time you know it's it's, it's um but uh yeah I mean, like that's how i feel about every g- gym
1: that i recommend, recommend yeah. i'm like yeah. okay i haven't seen it in 10 15 20
0: years but yeah.
1: i think i liked it <laughs>
0: like, and, and like some movies are i mean it's hard to replicate the feeling when you rewatch it you know you uh, once you Mm -hmm. know kind of what's going on and some movies get better when you rewatch it and some movies are just really Mm -hmm. great for that one initial watch and that's that's fine you know it's 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 um it's just yeah different different movies and uh um yeah i i feel like and maybe it's not fair but i tend to grade movies not grade but like uh evaluate them based on like how soon after I want to rewatch like after I've watched it oh, for yeah. the first time yeah. like I feel like mm-hmm. if I want to rewatch something pretty soon after I just saw it for the first time then that's usually a movie that I liked or really connected with in some way um yeah but but there are exceptions to that yeah, there have been like you said with like Rick Re- Requiem for a Dream like I, I haven't really felt the urge to revisit that but like now that you say it I'm like hmm maybe I should it's yeah, been it's long like, I wonder
1: how it all held up you know yeah, yeah I, I i i feel the same way i mean i'm more of a person that like once i've watched a film it's like how did it make me feel mm-hmm. yeah you know if it made me feel a lot of stuff i'm usually like well that must have been good yeah i mean if it made me feel that much uh-huh. and then like if i watch it again then i start to break it down and say well that doesn't really make sense but it yeah. still makes me feel, still something. Makes you feel something. Not as yeah. much yeah. as it did before um but yeah i think like the movies that I think will be with us for a long time uh from like the past de- decade or so are you us- are usually the ones that I have had the urge to rewatch at least w- within the same year yeah but um, I like this one I I uh I was happy that yeah. it uh it still made me feel most of the same things I f- I felt when I first saw it back good. in the day good and good. uh g- great performances beautiful cinematography um good effects great effects you know mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. just the right amount of sort of humanity and brutality mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's quite the experience though it's 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 a br- brutal film
0: brutal film um, a lot of like um it taps into a lot of those fear of the other things that uh, i think was again very much present in the Post two thousands era, where particularly towards Muslims and anyone you know else, there was a lot of uh, uh, backlash in this country, and I think you saw a little bit of that with like Texas Chainsaw Massacre and like this and uh, the Wrong Turn and Rob Zombie uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh yeah, you know all these yeah. sort of families um, causing chaotic chaos here, and uh, yeah, it's it's. Um, it was an interesting time interesting time um absolutely yeah um yeah but uh, yeah that's health advice i don't know what we have planned for next month but we'll figure it out here um it is pride month woo
1: get your corporate sponsors oh. i mean we could do something gay but like that's kind of redundant
0: yeah we'll I mean, see we'll see like- it's all pretty gay around it's, here. It's mean, yeah, it's a, it's a gay genre, so, you know, anyone who says yeah. otherwise is, you know, wrong. So, yeah. They took a wrong turn. Uh-huh, exactly. Uh, I don't know. I think uh, D- overlooked gem here. I was thinking about Splice the other day, speaking of films I haven't seen in a long time. Um Oh, you yeah. Know, it's the, been a while. The Dark Castle, one um another just wonky, wonky ass movie. Uh, I don't remember a whole lot about it. I just remember it was fucking crazy. I don't either um it's uh i just remember
1: he fucks the uh
0: the whatchamacallit the creature right yes at some point that's the thing i think they both end up like fucking this creature because this creature can can, like fuck
1: the creature i
0: don't know but they 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 change they it it changes shape like throughout the movie and it's it's got like about this movie it's got like human and animal dna in here um and they they raise this creature as like a baby, and then it grows up, and then it causes <sighs> havoc and chaos. Uh, but yeah, it's it's been a while, but I remember thinking it was interesting and in that it took a bunch of big swings, and maybe they didn't all pay off, but it was good stuff. And th- I mean, there's not a lot of, um, or I should say, like a lot of the Dark Castle movies don't get talked about besides the like the the big ones that everybody knows. But this one is something a little different. So, uh, um go seek it out folks if you haven't seen it and uh yeah and uh where are we we're on facebook twitter hohh podcast we're on instagram mm-hmm. homos and Haunted to tell you can leave us a review on itunes i saw a couple people had recently thank you for that um oh that's lovely yeah thank you y'all and uh yeah we'll just keep on kicking here and hopefully over the summer we should Maybe we'll record more often than we have been. So, uh, trying to get back onto a schedule, yeah. but we'll see. We'll see. You know, life sorry, happens. we've been kind of, we've been a little spotty. Yeah. You never know when we're going
1: to turn up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we're
0: unpredictable
1: now. Yeah. We're those unpredictable homos on the planet.
0: The worst kind of homosexuals, but the unpredictable <laughs> ones. Um,
1: will we come out of our haunted hill castle or not? Uh, who knows? Who knows?
0: I, I doubt it. It's fucking hot. outside. hot. It's going to be hot. It's hot, really hot. hot. We might stay in for a while. Yeah. Sorry. It's, it's
1: summer, folks. Uh, <laughs> Which might give us more time to record. Who knows? Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> I don't want to leave the house. Oh God.
0: Yeah. Uh, have a good start of Pride Month. Um, mm-hmm. get your pride on, and uh, yeah, we will talk at you soon. Sure will. Uh-huh. All right. Well, goodbye. Bye, y'all.